Welcome to People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Ward Christman, founder of HR Tech Advisor and co founder of HR Tech Alliances. He advises HR technology firms on strategic alliances, partnerships, and sales. We're going to talk about the state of the business a year into COVID 19 on this edition of People Tech. It's brought to you by NetSuite. If you're a business owner, you know that running a business is tough, but you might be making it tougher than it has to be. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. It's time to upgrade to NetSuite. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com HCM. And Ward, welcome. Yeah, same here. Thanks for having me. So you see the industry from a pretty wide perspective. Um, and I'm wondering what you're seeing out there right now. We're recording this in, in February 2021. Uh, we're still in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. How, how are you seeing the HR tech industry operate today? What are the demands on them and how are they going about meeting them? Wow. How long do we have here to cover this? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, um, that's a big question, but I mean, you know, from from the catbird seat that I sit in on talking to a lot of these executives and the feedback that we get from our, our clients as we help them go to market as well, it's it's particularly noisy out there for the average you know solution that's in HR tech and work tech space. So how do you kind of cut through the noise? How do you find your your fit? Actually, you know, where do you fit in the ecosystem? And uh, yeah, COVID has definitely changed the dynamics of that. Uh, you know, even pure SaaS play type solutions, uh, there's still on-premise solutions out there. But if you look at the tech in general, they've had to adapt uh, something, if not considerable adaptations to accommodate the distributed workforce and, uh, you know, what particularly anything that has to do with collaboration or helping employees connect and communicate. Um, wow. I mean, all the solutions popping up, we're seeing a lot of shift towards making the solutions more collaborative because the, the employees and even contractors and people that work for these companies don't have the chance to collaborate the old way in person. And that really changes dynamics quite a bit. And the software has been challenged, I think in a big way to, to help, with that transition. Last week, Microsoft announced Microsoft Viva go into Teams and, and includes a lot of HR capabilities within that. It seems that it stacks up against Slack in some ways in terms of its approach to providing software, deploying software throughout the organization, and that that's something HR tech vendors can take advantage of. So my, my question is, do you see more interest from employers in approaches like that, where instead of thinking about an HR tech solution as some kind of standalone, they're looking for ways to integrate it into other working programs that they're using throughout the company? You know, that, that would make sense. Um, what's interesting about the environment today, it's pretty easy to start up a you know, web application company these days and HR and employees and and even the freelance you know marketplace type things that are popping up and growing 
they're taking advantage of this wave as well to to help people connect and collaborate. And you know, whether it's a core platform like Slack and Salesforce or Microsoft and you know their employee experience solution now, um, you can either build on that or you know build something that connects to it, so to speak. Uh, but having the solutions for employers connect to each other and have the data to flow and the user experience to flow is extremely difficult. It sounds easy on the shirt. Oh yeah, we have open APIs or you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, it's never that easy. So the question is, what does your strategy look like? Sadly, the employers are in a tight spot because how could they possibly keep up with all this stuff? And most companies of any size have dozens, if not hundreds of different HR type solutions in-house, you know, and that's not counting things like spreadsheets, <laughs> which there's, you know, how many on average, you know, fortune 10,000 company out there. It's unbelievable. So I think they're, they're in a pickle and thankfully there are some, you know, um, former HR or IT, HR, IT type people out there that um, are now consulting and advising, advising the employers. We don't advise the employers directly. We work with the vendors only, but, um, Somebody needs to help, you know, keep them from making a mess of what could be, which sounds like a good thing in a press release from Microsoft, right? <laughs> and then they start changing things, and it could, it could, uh, it could get better. But history repeats itself. It usually ends up a spaghetti mess. Let's take a break. You're listening to People Tech from the HCM Technology Report. This edition is brought to you by Netsuite. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com HCM. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. So ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash HCM. And now let's go back to my conversation with Ward Chrisman of HR Tech Advisor and HR Tech Alliances. It seems that the line between collaboration software and HR software is, is getting blurred. You know, if you're, if you're thinking about Slack as a delivery vehicle for HR solutions or, or Teams as a delivery vehicle for HR solutions, you know, those aren't really what the those platforms were built to do. But I do hear more and more people talking about them in the context of HR. Do you hear that too? Or do, do you perceive any kind of movement? And what's what's it mean, if anything? Yeah, there's definitely a movement there. And um, I mean, you know, Salesforce is making a move. If you look at what ServiceNow is doing, moving into more of a product company, I mean, uh, Towers Watson or T Willis Towers, whatever they're called today. I don't know. WTW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, it's too long. Cost too much to advertise. But, um, you know, I remember even years ago, you know, Unisys was a hardware company. They wanted to become just services, and they did it. They made that migration over a number of years. Um, now there seems to be a swing, you know, di different directions. But um, it's not easy. It's hard. Uh, to to be you can't you know it's hard to be both a service and like consulting type professional service company and a technology 
even SaaS you know type company where you're more product oriented. Um, but um, the yeah, if you look at a lot of the ecosystem platforms like Salesforce and um, I guess you can roughly say Microsoft, LinkedIn, and different things in that portfolio, and now this new thing, um, there's that's the ecosystem environment that a lot of companies are you know living in. Um, if not exclusively, certainly as part of their collaboration between employees. And um, what I think is gonna you're going to see a lot more of is that cross-connect to the freelance world mm-hmm. with the uh, Upworks and you know, Fivers and all those different platforms that are out there. And I don't know who's going to be driving that, but it's probably not going to be employers because other than stamping their feet and saying, this has to work, you know, you told us we could integrate easily and it's not, <laughs> right? So, uh, you know, the employee experience, the adage of, hey, one solution is all you need, which, uh, you know, the work days and even oracles and whatnot would say that historically has just never proven itself because there's too many pieces in that overall puzzle and pie that, um, it's inevitably point solutions continue to pop up where somebody said, I need that. And of course their flagship platform just can't bring that tomorrow. Even if they buy the company, it takes time to, you know, to bring that innovation in, into the, the fold of a, a larger, you know, platform type play. So that's what I think going to see long-term transition as some of these rollups occur. But in the meantime, point solutions are just, popping up like unbelievable mounts and somebody's going to have to figure that out how to make them all work. Play nicely in the sandbox is the way I put it. Let me just ask you one more question, which is, you know, again, from your privileged, privileged seat, as you called it, I think. What has really got your attention this year in the HR technology landscape? Is there any particular trend, demand, behavior, um, that employers are really worrying about that vendors really need to be on top of, in your opinion? Well, yeah, I would say just frankly playing nice and sandbox where the vendors aren't. First of all, there's an awareness problem and the employers are partly to blame because when they go buy this, these HR tech stuff, they don't, they're usually not very helpful telling them what the environment is, right? Hey, we need to replace this system, right? So if you have that, here's the RFP, let us know. But they don't have the visibility and a lot of it is because the employer's not sure exactly <laughs> what they have. But that ecosystem within an employer, again, all those solutions. So I you know, I think that's that's a that's gotta change somehow. The employers either need to be more open and say, here's the systems we have. So if they are trying to rip and replace or just add something on, the vendors are aware what else is in the soup. So, you know, if you got a delicious soup, you throw the wrong ingredients in, everything just goes, you know, sideways. So I think that's gonna be the big challenge more and more so. Uh, open APIs and things like that can help but not just saying that we have them, but actually making it easy for the vendors to have that awareness and connection. So um, there are a number of like hubs from a technology standpoint that are popping up all the time that 
are designed to be more of an interconnection, like the phone systems, you know, used to have operators <laughs> switching plugs. You know, now you make a phone call to another, the other side of the planet and it just goes through. You don't have to, you know, make all this stuff work. The phone companies figured it out. HR tech, not so much. There's a lot of work to do there yet. Ward, thanks for taking the time to join me today. My pleasure. I've been speaking with Ward Chrisman of HR Tech Advisor and HR Tech Alliances about the dynamics of HR technology after a year of COVID-19. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. People Tech's brought to you by NetSuite. Now's the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, you'll save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash hcm. That's netsuite.com slash hcm. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. We're a member of Evergreen Podcasts, so you can check out other shows at www.evergreenpodcasts.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Welcome to Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that asks you what you want to be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with a purpose and a passion, whether you're 25, 85, or any age in between. Gain actionable financial and mindset tips from your favorite authors, podcasters, and influencers to help you reach that exciting next chapter. Listen now and start building your path to financial freedom and reframing what retirement can mean to you. This is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.